From the KBIA newsroom in Columbia, I'm Gillian Coptic. Keith Comfort appeared in court by jail video Monday while his trial was officially delayed another 105 days, KMU8 reports. Comfort was initially supposed to face the court on March 14, 2022, for the 2006 murder of his wife, Megan Schultz. His trial has since been delayed three times for the need of further investigation. The court approval comes after a request to have more time to investigate a recent discovery of Schultz's 2006 arrest prior to her initial missing persons report and suspected murder. The defense then requested additional time to investigate arrest records and 911 call logs in the hopes of completing what the defendant lawyer described as, quote, incomplete reports. While the court waits, there will be several checkup meetings to monitor progress on potential discoveries. Pre-trial hearings are scheduled ahead of the June 12th jury trial. Officials admitted at last Monday's city council meeting that staff did not test the city's drinking water for copper or lead last year, KMU8 reports. Como Safe Water Coalition released its own report Monday regarding its concerns for the community. According to the coalition's report, which cites the Department of Natural Resources, the city has been informed of the violations in September. The purpose of the report was to refer back to the lead and copper rule revisions to provide some context of why the group believes the change made by the DNR should have been evident to the city. Previously, the city required testing the water for lead and copper once every three years from 50 different sites. Last year, this system changed to 100 sites twice a year. The last test the city performed on the water supply for copper and lead was in 2019. Today, representatives from NASA came to Hickman High School to speak with students involved with Columbia Aeronautics and Space Association and judge their projects as part of a national design challenge, KMU8 reports. NASA representatives based out of the Glenn Research Center in Cleveland, Ohio, spoke with four different groups of students to discuss their projects. Previously, they had been meeting with the students virtually throughout the school year. The students' projects involved being able to roll a die with no gravity in space, being able to turn waste into material for bricks, and construct an LED work desk designed for space. In the next month, the group of students will learn if they've been chosen to be a CASA finalist and get to present their designs at the Johnson Space Center in Houston in the spring. The Missouri General Assembly is currently considering two bills that would create a voluntary open enrollment policy in the state, the Missourian reports. Senate Bill 5 and House Bill 253 would create the Public School Open Enrollment Act, allowing public school students to transfer from their home district to any other public school district that has opted into the program. Students may leave a district that has not opted in for another district that has, though both open enrollment bills allow districts to cap how many students can leave for the first couple of years after the policy's adoption. Nearly all states have some form of open enrollment, including Missouri, in very specific cases, but just over half have a policy similar to what is being proposed in Missouri. Governor Mike Parson signed a bill into law today that secured an 8.7% pay increase for state workers and a $2 per hour shift differential for overnight workers at 24-hour facilities, KOMU8 reports. Parsons called on the General Assembly in January to pass House Bill 14, which state government positions had an overturn rate of 30% with more than 7,000 positions open, according to a news release. The state legislature approved the bill on February 22nd and sent it to Parsons' desk. The pay increase will go into effect March 31st. I'm Gillian Coptic, KBIA News, Columbia.